What's shaking and baking, cool cast? I hope you're enjoying your Saturday afternoon and your comfy home. What's going on? I'm your Shirley Gideon Amanko. Call me G Money if you want to. And hope everyone's staying safe from this virus that's going on. It's really unbelievable right now. And hopefully everyone can be strong and stay safe. So with that, let's talk about some juicy hoops news. Starting on Tuesday, the chef, the babyface assassin, Steph Curry, lit up MSG by surpassing Ray Allen's three-point record. And he did that in 511 fewer games than Ray Allen. Ray Allen had to do around 1,300 games. Salute, Salute everyone in the chat. Salute everyone in the chat, by the way. So Ray Allen uh, did it, broke Reggie Miller's record at the top in 1,300 games when it was against the Lakers. The chef able to shatter that, build up to shreds um, in the Big Apple against the team salute uh, uh, spree, against the team he torments a lot in MSG in, in 511 less games. Steph Curry is now the three-point king of the world. Of the world, so I'm happy for congrats to Steph Curry for doing it um, on national televised on TNT in MSG. Congrats to Steph Curry. And with that, let's start with during um, the week on Sunday. If you look at uh, Sunday, the Bucks took down the Knicks earlier in a game that Milwaukee never trailed at all. Quinn Grimes was hotter than a furnace. Have gained 27 points, but it wasn't enough. The Nets took down the Pistons. Durantula had a lot of venom in his veins, torturing the Pistons with 51 points in that game. A buck 51, three points away from his career high. KD was just dead-eyed that night, and the Nets took down the Pistons 116-104. The Mavericks took care of the, th- the struggling Thunder 103-84 without looking to Don. The Spurs, yee-haw, took care of the Pelicans, 112-97 on Sunday. The the Timber, the timber T-Wolves took care of the Trail Blunders, 116-111 at Rip City, Portland, Oregon. And the Lakers, who had a three-game winning streak that was kaput last night, they took down the Magic, 106-94 last Sunday. On Monday, the Cleveland Cavs continued to be piping hot Take extinguishing the heat 105 to 94. The dubs survived by the skin of their teeth in Indy, overcoming a five-point fourth quarter deficit to win 102 to 100. Chef Curry had the dagger straight up to pull within two, 198. They had the Dipsy Do layup to tie it up. And at Kavan Looney, Johnny on the spot, put the offensive board in, and the Warriors win 102 100. The Raps put the Kings to extinction on Monday, 124-101. The Rockets blasted off after being down by 19 in High Atlanta, 132-126. The Celts took down the Bucks at Beantown, 117-103. Chris Middleton hyperextended his knee, by the way, and the Greek Freak is in protocol, so we don't know when they'll come back. Then... After that, the Grizzlies body slammed, wallop, ran through, put a muck on the Embiidless Sixers on Monday, 126-91 at the Grindhouse. The Mavericks clobbered um, the Hornets, 120-96. The Nuggets beat the Wiz, 113-107. And the Clippers killed my sons, 111-95. And bad breaking news. For New York fans, Miles McBride is now in health and safety protocol, so he won't be playing for a while. He won't play tonight in Beantown, which is which stinks. And then Durantula, KD, surprisingly, is the eighth Nets player to be in protocol, and he won't be able to play. And sadly, he might not even be back by Xmas time against the Lakers. So that'll stink right there. That'll stink right there. So no deuce due to the fact that this darn dastardy protocol and no Durantula to wreak havoc in, in LA because of this uh, protocol. So big losses for both teams. So, and Zach is right. It is Kemba time. It's Kemba for him to feast in the 
uh, TD Garden tonight against his former squad himself. So those are two big losses for the Knicks and the Nets. Because the Nets also, don't forget too, they don't have James Harden, James Johnson, DeAndre Bremen, Marcus Aldridge, Paul Millsap, and Javon Carter too because of the protocol. So the Nets are just losing bodies. But hey, the good news is that Uncle Drew is looking to boogie, oogie, oogie coming back. He's looking to come back from this. My guess is he'll come back on Christmas Day against the Lakers. But he won't be, he, it'll be a part-time thing. He's only, he's only going to be playing road games outside of New York and Canada. So, yeah, that's the thing with Kyrie. So, Wednesday, sorry, Tuesday, I'm sorry, the Nets survived by the skin of the teeth, 131-129 over the Raptors. The Dubs took down the Knicks for the for the eighth straight time in MSG. It's a play, the MSG is like a playground for the Warriors. They beat us 105-96. My young and fun Phoenix Suns took down the Blazers, 111-107. Portland blew a four-point lead. With a minute to go. And the Bulls games, because the Bulls games against the Pistons and the Raptors were postponed due to the fact that so many players are in protocol. DeRozan just got out of it, but Kobe White, Levine, um, a lot of players were in, are in protocol, at least Johnson. So the Bulls games against the Pistons and the Raps have been put, postponed. On Wednesday, let's see. On Wednesday, you got the wine and go Cleveland Cavaliers just prevent a rocket launch as they clobbered the Rockets 124-89 to gain an ever trail to get their fifth straight win. Sorry, uh, yeah, the fifth straight win. The Hawks took down the Magic Predictable 111-99. The Miami Heat flambayed the 76ers at the Brotherly Love on Wednesday 101-96 in Philly. Vincent was was cooking that night. Vincent was a beast that night. Vincent had 26 points, hit the dagger three to get the heat the victory. The Lakers had to go to the nail due to the death with the with the Lucas Mavericks. They win Lakers win 107-104. And that game was so unbelievable and juicy. The Mavericks had a seven-point lead in the fourth quarter. The Lakers stormed back, got the lead. It was back and forth, nip and tuck. No one's going to let the game go. The Mavericks were just a hair away of pulling the upset. I remember LeBron James clunked the three-pointer. Uh, KP and uh, Kleba had the rebound. They're fighting for it, lost the rock, and Ellington splashed cash the long ball to tie the game. And then Crazy things happen in overtime. Hardaway banged this three to tie the game at 101. Russell Westbrook while, um, smacked his long ball, put the Lakers up three, 104-101. Then Kleba uh, called bank to tie the game at 104. And then Austin Reeves had ice water in his veins. Santa was kind to him early, and he canned the three to get the Lakers a 107-104 win at Big D. So good. And that. Was a three-game win streak by LA, but it got snapped last night. You got the Grief Freak and Middleton Bucks, Les Bucks, while up the Pacers 114-99. The Indiana was up 92-91, but Milwaukee goes on a 23-7 shellacking run. Then to pull that off. The Pelicans took care of the Thunder 113-110, and that game was also head scratching and jaw dropping. I remember. SGA hit a thunderous bomb to tie the game at 110. And then Devontae Graham threw up a Hail Mary, and the bank was open on Wednesdays, and the Pelicans win 113-110. The Pelicans on a winning streak themselves. Then after that, you got the Hornets putting the Spurs in a swarm, 131-115. Gordon Hayward was stupendous, 41 points in that game. And the T-Wolves, Took care of the Devin McNuggets, 124-107. Anthony Edwards was was a sharpshooter in that night. 10 from down, 10, 38 points. Even sadly, Edwards is in protocol too, but Anthony Edwards in Denver was just magnificent. And um, Minnesota takes down Denver, 124-107 at the bound high. The Jazz take care of the Clips, 124-103 on Wednesday. And the Grizzlies beat the Trail Blunders, 113-103 in Portland. And then the Kings take care of the suddenly slumping Wizards, 
119-105 in Sacktown. Then let's go to Thursday night. So you got the Pacers being the Trash Pistons, 122-113. You got the Nets surviving against the Sixers, 114-105. KD was magnificent again, 34 points, 11 boards, 8 assists. Big game for him. The Knicks take care of the Rockets, and they beat the Rockets for the fifth straight time, dating back into the 2019-20 season. They beat Houston 116-103. So good win for New York there to snap their four-game slide. You got my young and fun Phoenix Suns shining bright against the Wiz, 118-98. Jeremy McGee, the Shaq and the Fool King, has 17. That dishing, passing, no-look passing. And he was just a he was just a whiz. The the former wizard made the wizards disappear, and he cat and the Suns cast a spell on the whiz. And then, like I said, the Bulls Raptors game was postponed. And then yesterday, you got the Heat taking care of the Magic 115-105. You got the Nugs taking care of the Hawks 133-115 in High Atlanta. You got the Dubs surviving by the skin of their teeth 111-107 at Beantown. Um, you got the Pels in the overtime filling the hood over the Bucks 116-112. You got the Spurs, yee-haw, t- snapping the Jazz eight-game win streak, winning in Salt Lake City 128-126 to pull that off. And a cuckoo crazy ending at Salt Lake City, so the Jazz winning streak is kaput. You got the T-Wolves howling to a W. Over the Lakers, 110-92. For the second time this season, they ran through the Lakers. Anthony Davis had two devastating injuries. The first injury, he almost hurt his ankle by in the first quarter. And then, the, and then in the third quarter, McDaniels accidentally fell on his leg. And then AD had a left knee contusion. He'll have an MRI today. And um, he didn't return. So we don't know how Anthony Davis is going to look. Yeah, so, and after that, let's hear from the new king of the three-point shot, Chef Curry. So, some difficulties there, some technical difficulties there. So we'll get to that soon. So I'll just gonna finish up with the scores. You got the Trailblazers snapping their Schneid, their seven-game losing skid against the Hornets, one twenty-five, one sixteen. My fault. It's kind of crazy to think. Growing up around the league, watching my dad play, uh, my family, you know, going to old Hornet games and. You know, having big dreams about, you know, shooting the basketball and, and one day hopefully playing on this level um, to to do it here at Madison Square Garden in front of, you know, <laughs> this guy right here. Hey, I need that. I need that. Uh, and Reggie and just all that basketball means to me. Um, it's special. So I had the, uh, you know, great support here. This this arena was uh, I, I can't express how much of a. Uh, an honor that was for the reaction here on the road and uh, the appreciation for this milestone. And, and obviously, it's great to get the win uh, on top of that. So, uh, a very, very, very special night. Steph. And congratulations to Chef Curry bringing up MSG at times. And, hey, he's the new three-point king of the NBA. It's going to take a long time for people to shatter his record. The dude can scatter from anywhere, long range. Inside, drives. The dude can wear a blindfold, hold a million pieces, have a basket in his hands, throw it up, and it'll go in. That's how unreal this dude is, man. Steph Curry is a beast, man. Man, the Knicks should have drafted him over Jordan Hill. That still hurts me to this day. But, hey, congrats to, this, to Steph Curry for being a new three-point king, and he's trying to get his fourth ring this season. And with that, we still have more scores to, to uh, figure out for last night. For uh, last night, you had the Grizz taking care of the Kings, 124-105. You 
You know, Memphis has just been dynamite, winning 10 of the last 11 games without John Morant. So Memphis has just played stupendous basketball without John Morant. And John Morant has been jaw-dropping this season. They're going to need him if they want to make the playoffs and go far. So, yeah. So today's game. So you got the Rockets and the Pistons. Right now, Rockets up early, 14-8. You got the Knickerbockers in Beantown against the, the Green Lebicons, the Boston Celtics. Both teams losing players. Boston, Al Horford. Um... And for New York, you're losing our players. Then you have the Magic and the Nets. No KD due to the fact that he's in protocol. No Harden for a while. So the Nets are going to be very shorthanded. You got the dubs against the Raps. But here's the thing. Golden State's going to rest Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Iggy, Otto Porter, and another player against Toronto tonight. So the Raptors might get a break. Then you got the Clippers against the Thunder. That should be a win for the Clips. They got the Cavs against the the Bucks, and Cleveland has just been, continued to skyrocket it. They continue to skyrocket in the stands. They won five in a row. The wine and go Cavs have just been amazing this season, and they're a team that they can keep this up. They're a team that can sniff the postseason for the first time since 2018, and they're playing against the Bucks. They're only a half game behind Milwaukee in the standings. Uh, Milwaukee right now is number three in the standings. Cleveland's number four. So if Cleveland would have pulled this game out tonight, they'll leapfrog in the standings. And Cleveland's only a half game behind Chicago, too. So who knows? If the Cavs continue to skyrocket and continue to roll, they might even get the number two seed in the East, which is crazy. No one expected that. And then you got the slumping Wiz against the Jazz. Both teams trying to recover from heartbreaking losses. The Wiz got clobbered. And at the Valley of the, the Shining Sun, and then the Jazz lost a heartbreaker against the Spurs. At You'll see that game at 9 p.m. You know, last year the Wiz swept the Jazz 2 zip, which is cuckoo crazy. So let's see what happens this time around. And the Wiz, they lost four in a row. They start off the season 10 and 3, but they've been a, in a downward spiral, losing 12 in the last 17 games. So Washington is just struggling right now during the than the crossroads right now. So the Wizards are struggling. The Jazz, I'm not a believer in Utah for many reasons, but they've been playing good basketball. They're the number three team in the West. They're 20-8. They had one eight in a row, but like I said, the Spurs snapped their winning streak last night. And then Christmas Day on Xmas, one of the biggest events of the year. Snow, happiness, presents, cookies, food, and hoops. Awesome hoops. So let's break each game down. At noon, you got Ice Train, the Hawks, look to terrorize Madison Square Garden like they did last year in the playoffs. Then 2.30, um, you got the Celts and the Bucks for the third meeting between the two squads. Milwaukee trying to break through on X-Men's. Boston trying to win the season series. Then 5 o'clock, you have the Battle of the Titans, the Battle of of the heavyweights, the Dubs, the Golden State Warriors against my young and fun Phoenix Suns at the Valley of the Sun. And this will be the Suns' home Christmas game since 2008 when it lost the heart, since around 2007, 2008 against the uh, um, San Antonio Spurs. So, and then that, you'll see that game at 5 o'clock on A, B, C. You'll see that game on ABC. Sorry, it's the Suns' first home Christmas game since 2009. Since 2009 against the Clips, my fault. And um, after that, 8 o'clock, you have the Brooklyn Nets against the LA Lakers. It was supposed to be Super Team versus Super Team, but that, that ain't going to happen. And then you got the Mavs and Jazz to cap off the night at 10.30. So how, how can Kyrie Irving help as a part-time player? I think, I think Uncle Drew can help because – can help a little because he can penetrate to the rack. He can stretch the floor. He can put up. He can put up juicy floaters. He can hit clutch time shots, and he can take the pressure off Kevin Durant and James Harden. My only thing with Kyrie Irving. My only thing uh, with Kyrie Irving is the fact that it's going to take him time for him to recover. It's going to take him time for him to recover on with this whole COVID situation. So that's the thing of why it's why um 
it's going to be hard for him to gel to start. But I think late in the season, you can see Kyrie Irving playing playing up to his potential. No worries, Zach. You can click on the stream and you can jump in. You can jump in. We can talk about my young and fun sons, which we'll see that we'll see them on Xmas Day against the Dubs, a team that we can see in the Western Conference Finals. Who knows? We can see them in the Western Conference Finals. You know, that will probably go seven games. That will probably go seven games. If we play them in the playoffs, that, that will go seven games, in my opinion. I still got to see how Clay Thompson looks from injury. I got to see Jordan Poole, Damian Lee in the playoffs. I, I'm not, Look, the Warriors are a team that does scare me a little bit. But here's the thing of why I think Phoenix could beat Golden State. Aiden can score in the low post and he can hit the mid-range. CP3, even though... Uh, Chris Paul, excuse me, Chef Curry's own CP3 at times in the playoffs in the past. Chris Paul has been Chef Curry before back in 2014. Chris Paul can use his mid-range shots and can throw up loss to Aiden and McGee. And D-Book, he has a hamstring right now, so when he's healthier, when he gets healthier later in the season, he can cook it up with him mid-range, long balls, attack the rack. And I think he'll make Clay Thompson work, though, because Clay is not going to be the same defensively with those injuries. So, yeah with those crazy injuries he had. And I just think that, you know, the Warriors, I don't know if I can trust Andrew Wiggins in the playoff set. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. if uh, Damian Lee's not been to the playoffs. Otto Porter, he's been to the playoffs a few times with the Wizards. Jordan Poole hasn't been to the playoffs. I don't, personally for me, I don't see the Wizards, you know, going far in the playoffs. Just I'm not Wizards, uh, the Warriors going to the NBA Finals. I'm not a believer right now. So my NBA, so yeah, that's the thing too. So if you look at the standings, in the Eastern Conference, if you look at the standings right now, you got Brooklyn, number one, 21-8. Chicago, number two, 17-10, excuse me. The Bucks, number three, 19-12. You got the Cavs, number four, 18-12. The Heat, number five, 18-12. The, Horn, the Bumblebee Hornets, 16-15, number six in the East. The Wiz, who are falling off a cliff, they're number seven, 15-15. You got the Sixers, 500-15-15. You got the Hawks and the Celts, even Steven at 14, 15, 9, 10, respectfully. You got the Raps, 13, 15, and you got the Knickerbockers at 12, 13, 16, and then the Hornets, the Hornets Pacers, I'm sorry, 13, 18. The other two teams don't matter in the East. The Western Conference, you got the Dubs on fire, 24 and 5. They've won three in a row. They're 3 and 1 in the road trip. They're five game roadie. You got the Suns, 23 and 5, won two in a row. They're uh, to, and another more bad breaking news. Edwin Mobley has not entered safety protocol for the Cavs. That's a big blow if you're Cleveland because Edwin Mobley is a nice player. He can shoot. He can penetrate. He's athletic. He can protect the rim, to rebound. That's a big blow if you're the Cavs, especially when they're playing great basketball. That's a big blow if you're Cleveland. And I remember when Edwin Mobley has been now the Cavs were struggling without Mobley. I remember they started off nine and five, and then Mobley gets gets hurt against the Celtics, and then they're, then they're going down here. Salute, G. What's she gonna bacon? Hey, G. Money just left my just left Milo's game. Figured I have a few minutes to help you out with your podcast here. Talk about Thank your you. favorite team, the Suns. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> So I had a question for you about all these health and safety protocols. What do you think the chances are that the league gets shut down again? I doubt it. I just don't see it. Here's the reasons why I don't think the league is going to shut down. Money. They care too much about money. I'm sorry. They care too much about money. I just think that I don't see the league shut it down because I just think the revenue and stuff is, is, is what they want. And if they really wanted to shut down, they would have shut it down by now. So I just don't see the league shutting yeah. down. It's good because you want to see basketball. Yeah. If they were to shut down, I'd say for like a week or two, they, they won't go back to a bubble. That's not going to happen. Then They're not going back to a bubble. Yeah. So Evan Mobley's out on the protocols too, huh? Yeah. That's a, that's a blow for that's a blow for a young team that's playing really well. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. the Cavaliers are overachieving right now. Big that's time. A big blow because he, he's been – what are your thoughts on him so far in his rookie campaign? He's played well. He can shoot. He can put the ball on the floor. He's athletic. He can protect the rim. He can pass. 
Uh, he's a so good those player. Chris Bosh comparisons were sort of worth it, huh? Pretty much, yeah. Some people see him as KG. I don't know about that, but Mobley is a good young player to have on your team. And it's and Cleveland's been surprising. They're a team that might make the playoffs this year. So yeah. So if you're Cleveland, this is a big loss because I remember early in the season, right? The Cavs were nine and five, and then Mobley got hurt. I think he hurt his thumb and he was out for a while, and then they ended up winning, going down the drain. So if you're Cleveland, and don't forget, this is a big game tonight because you're playing against the Bucks, a team that you might catch that you might see in the playoffs. You know, so that's a big loss in if you're Cleveland. Yeah, and um, you know, not to just bring it to the Knicks, but Deuce McBride. After I mean, you know, how how many mm. times are we going to get screwed by the protocols? Man, we, we might be called the COVID. We, we might be called the protocol Knicks, man. It, it's craziness. It's like. Yo, we just—it's like we just can't. For some reason, we just can't stay healthy, or something's going on. Like RJ, the good news is that RJ is going to come back in Obi. That's the good news. But the bad news is that Deuce has been out, grind. And it seems Not every sure. single time the young kids have a good game, this happens. Like they have a breakout game, like with Grimes and with Deuce, mm-hmm. and with all these guys. It's like the only good thing that this protocol is in G Money, and, and that, that I think you're going to agree on for all teams. It, it gives, oh, yeah. It gives the end of the rotation guys a chance to show what they got, right? And for and for 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 the Knicks, I mean, they they had a lot of guys that have really stepped up, right, 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 and, right. Do you see any possible other around the league since you watch around the league more than most? Do you mm-hmm. see any other possible like guys cracking a rotation because of this? Like they come in, they play really well. You see uh, any guys like, for example, the Brooklyn Nets, Cam Thomas? You know, could he possibly? Oh, he'll he'll be have a big have a bigger get bigger impacts because he, you know, have a bigger role from all this. I think he will though, and the, the Nets don't have a choice. Brooklyn doesn't have a choice. You don't have KD. For I mean, after after the protocols, G Money, like like he, like let's say he shines right now, for example, mm-hmm. and then when the, when everything's sorted back to normal, and they have everybody back, they still get minutes. Um, I Do you see anybody like that around the league. I feel get some minutes, but not a lot. I think okay. it kind of depends on the game. It kind of depends who they're playing. If it's against like a trash team, he might get some minutes. If it's against like a high level team, I doubt it. Okay. And speaking of injuries, look at AD. He hurt his left knee last night with McDaniels. So he's the good news is that it's in good structure, but he's going to take an MRI. I'm going to say this right now, and I don't know how bad this is. If somehow he's out for the season, it's over for the Lakers. Uh, it depends. I mean, they're even with him, they've been they've been underachieving. So maybe someone steps up. Maybe they get more play out of uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. Maybe they get more play out of certain guys. They can right. still make the playoffs. I don't no, think don't they win the a championship without AD. Oh, don't make it. Don't make it. Don't make they can it. still yeah, make the playoffs, and then hopefully he comes back. What did you think of Isaiah Thomas with his 19-point game? He's, he's playing. He played great. I mean, his jumper like, was going. He looked. He looked like the Boston Thomas out there. Yeah, he looked like he looked. He looked back. He looked like his hips finally healed. Hey man, look, he looks fl- he looked cool. And if I were the Lakers, you might have to re-sign him for long term. You might have to. Because here's the thing, Rondo, you're not gonna play Rondo a lot of minutes because he's getting old. So if you're the Lakers, you might have to re-sign Thomas for the rest of the season because you need a guy that can pass. He can pass too, the penetrate that can shoot the ball, and he has IQ. I IT has good IQ too. So and he's clutch. Out, and he's clutch too, man. He's he's clutch. You saw what he did in 2017 against the Wiz. We he had he has ice wine in his veins. So if you're LA, you might want to keep Thomas for the rest of the season. And he's a warrior. He can play through everything. We forget his sister died. You know, yeah, and, 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 and during that 2017 run, he played. He also played through his hip injury, and that's what mm-hmm. caused the partial hip replacement that was needed. Mm-hmm. So right. Yep. He's a warrior. Yep. Right, and he's also and Thomas. He he and Thomas is not arrogant. I what I love about it. He's not arrogant. That's what I love about it. He has, he's a lot of fights. So if you're the Lakers, man, you might want to resign him now. And the Lakers, the problem with the Lakers too, the interior defense is trash. The rebounding was is, is hot trash. You saw last night how many offensive boards the Wolves got. Offense Vanderbilt had 16 rebounds. Big Cat was just eating up the Lakers in a post in the low block, and he was stretching the floor. The Lakers, man, they're just not consistent. The no, team, and they're not that, consistent. Yeah, that comes with that comes with veteran guys that are so used to just turning it on in the playoffs. The regular season yeah. looks inconsistent, you know, and, and they're, they're this is boring to them. Yeah, but yeah. At the same and, time, there's a couple mm-hmm. other free agents that still have some game or G League players. Like you look at Michael Beasley, he could come in mm-hmm. and score for anybody if needed. 
Right. Lance Stevenson could come in and give valuable minutes for anybody. Do you see any of those guys that are kind of on their way out of the league getting a shot? Uh, if I have to guess, maybe Beasley. Maybe um, he might get a shot somewhere. He might get a shot somewhere, um, but I don't really know. And Boston signing Justin Jackson, which is good, off the G League. Um, Grand Rapids, good for them. Justin Jackson can shoot the ball for um, the Celtics. So I think some guys might be signed. So uh, I can see – I don't know why the uh, Portland Trailblazers didn't give Beasley a shot after Summer League because Melo, when he left, had a key role on that team. I'm not saying they were championship, but, like, he had that key microwave score. And, and mm-hmm. Beasley's that just – and for cheaper. Big-time facts. If I were the Blazers, Beasley could have felt like you said he could create his own shot. He could go to the rack. He, he can rebound. He can rebound. He can be streaky sometimes, but when Beasley's hotter than Asana, he can really light up the fields. You saw it with the Knicks. You know how many times he was clutch for us, man? Woo. Mm-hmm. He, well, he's streaky because he never really got a shot. I mean, you, you look at a number two overall pick, even when he was still a future piece for certain teams, he's only averaging like 20 minutes a game. So right. that guy can still score in any league at any time. Right, right, right. right. And <laughs> also – um. And also, who has who is your MVP right now? Your MVP? Oh, I mean, there's a few different candidates. Um, of course, Curry. Curry's a big candidate because of what he's done with Golden State. Um, you could look at um, someone from your Phoenix Suns. You know, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. You could look at. Um, you could look at a couple of different guys. I mean, I. Right Durant now, I say Curry because still no Clay Thompson, still mm-hmm. and, and he's elevated the people around him, um, mm-hmm. and they've been playing really good basketball. What are they second in the West? Behind no, Phoenix? The, no, the first in the West. Phoenix first is in the West. They passed Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Fe- yeah. They're half game up on Phoenix right okay. now. And speaking of that, we'll see those heavyweight Titans on Christmas Day. That'll be fun. Hopefully, no protocol involved. Hopefully. Sadly, the Warriors lost Jordan Poole, so that's going to be a big loss for them because Jordan Poole's played well for them too. So the Warriors, I think their ceiling is between the second round and the conference final. I don't think they'll make the NBA finals because here's the thing. I don't know how Klay Thompson's going to look from injury. I don't know. I haven't seen Jordan Poole, Damian Lee in the playoffs. Draymond's a good defender that can pass, but still, is a good defender, but he's getting old. I think the Warriors at best can get to the second round in the conference final. What is what do you think their ceiling is? That's about that's about right. I, I agree with you on that. But that's just that's that's still an amazing ceiling considering mm-hmm. the team's nowhere near what it once was, and that's why I think Curry gets the MVP so far for me. Oh, yeah. Who's your MVP? Steph Curry by far. The chef, Steph Curry. I mean, Elmer's averaging thirty, leanest team to the best record in the NBA. And this is almost the same roster, almost. That yeah. missed the playoffs last year. Other than adding Otto Porter, Iggy. Losing Kelly Oubre. Losing Kelly Oubre. It's virtually the same roster that missed the playoffs. And this year, they're the number one seed in the NBA. They might win 60 games plus. They probably will. Uh, Honestly, but, before the injury, too, Ja Morant could have been a candidate. Ja Morant was jaw-dropping. Whoo, athletic freak, can pass, can rebound. Improved his shooting a little bit. John Morant was m- marvelous, and the Grizzlies were winning. And speaking of the Grizz, what do you think about them without John Morant? You know they're going to be up and down because that's their best player. But at the same time, I like I like I like Stephen Adams on that team. I like mm-hmm. what he brings to that team. I, I love Dylan Brooks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I like certain guys on that team. I think they can tread water. It just depends on when Jaw comes back. True, and they they did more than tread water. They have been off. They have been awesome. Ten and one yeah. without Jaw. Look, they're not better without him than that. But I'm saying that so far Memphis has done a good job treading water. Yeah. You want to hear this, man? For a span of five games in a row, they never trailed it at all. Think about that. There yeah, but it, that's not going to be sustainable, right? Because because right, right. you know it's an 82 game season. They're going to need Jaw back, and they're doing oh, yeah. exactly what they need to do is is win as many. Right, because Josh is your best playmaker on, on the Grizzlies, like you said, and he's athletic, and he can get guys involved. I mean, and he's going to also attack the basket, take the pressure off Dylan Brooks, yeah. You have a chance. Yeah, you, you have a chance. in the playoffs with John Morant, then they have a chance. I'm not saying they're going to win the title, but there's so much parity in the league now. Mm-hmm. You don't have a guaranteed team that's going to win. You never know what's going to happen with Brooklyn and injuries. You never know what's going to happen with Milwaukee or Miami or, mm-hmm. or – 
Golden State or the Suns. I'm not. There's so many teams that could win it, and if the if the Grizzlies stay this hot and then they add Jaw, they, they, they have be, a chance, dude. It could be Atlanta Hawks 2.0, like like exactly. Atlanta. Like Atlanta was, and you can argue this again. I know we don't want to go back into the past, but I'm just saying you can argue that if the Hawks were healthy last year, they could have been in the NBA Finals. You can argue that. So it's like, you know, Memphis. I think they're a little bit too young, but there are a team that's gonna be a tough out because they pass well. Um, Taylor Jenkins done a good job. Also, Desmond Bain, he's been big too, and Jaron Jackson. Yeah, and Jaron Jackson. You saw like last year, he had the injury issues. Mm-hmm. But um, you see how impactful he is as a defender, a two-way player. Mm-hmm. He can do just about anything on the floor. And um, right, right, right. That, that dynamic in the pick and roll or pick and pop with him mm-hmm. and uh, Jaw or Steven Adams setting good screens for these shooters, I like I like that team when they're at full strength, G-Money. Me too, man. They're going to be a tough out for anybody, either against Phoenix, Golden State, L.A. They're going to be a tough out. But speaking another- of, speaking yeah. of teams that should tread water – uh, what do you think about Indiana doing this this rebuild fire sale? Because mm-hmm. they have talented guys. Like, let's just take it for 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 a minute. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Brogdon, good basketball player, uh, right. really good point guard. He could be a point guard on a championship team because he yeah, he can do it all, right? Yeah. And you have Chris Duarte who can play the mm-hmm. two, who's mm-hmm. who's really really good so far mm-hmm. in his rookie year. He's really good. These. And you have it, it, if um if TJ Warren comes back, you know he's streaky, but he he's he's a good scorer. Um, DeMontis Sabonis, all star, mm-hmm. and you know, they, they got a lot. Miles Turner, really good center. You know, we want him on our Knicks, but really, if I'm Indiana, I'm not quite blowing it up just yet. I want to see what these guys are healthy. I want to see how they good can, point. if they can make it right, especially with a good coach and Rick Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're blowing it up too soon. Yeah, I do think they're kind of blowing up way too early because, again, they're still in the playoff race, though. It's not like they're done, they're still in the playoff right. race. They have a shot to get to the playing tournament, maybe get to the playoffs. So, like you said, they have good players on their team. So, Bones can pass, can stretch the floor, can bang in the post. Turner can shoot, can block shots. Chris uh, Duarte is a good 3 and D. Chris Duarte, a good 3 and D guy, can shoot. Athletic freak. He's a good player. And uh, Malcolm Brogdon, salute Agent Super Argo. Um, Malcolm Brogdon can pass, can penetrate, good free throw shot. And even, Car- don't forget, carries Levert, bucket yep. getter. So, if I were the Pacers, I think you're waiting way too early. I would, I would wait. I would just try to see how this goes. I don't yep. think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they'll make it because my top in the East again. I know it's early; things could change. But my top in the East, and for in order for me, maybe Brooklyn or Milwaukee one or two, Miami number three. I think Chicago gets number four. I think I have a feeling they stay at number four. I say. Philly number five, Atlanta, Atlanta number six. You think Cleveland's making the playoffs? We forget about Washington. Washington's Washington had a resurgence. That a resurgence to start. They've come down to earth a little bit, but the Wizards have been. All but right. you can't count them out of the eight just yet. That's true. I do think they'll be in the play. The Wizards might make the play in. I think they might be in the play in tournament. I, I think don't they know. got another run in them to make it serious. I think they got another ten game run. You think they can make the playoffs this year? Yeah. Wow. I think so because they. I mean, look, they play well together, and, and every team goes through slumps, but at right. the same time, they they sure they could play well together. So we'll see. But and thank you, Agent Super Argo. Salute to you. Salute to everybody in the chat. G Money, thank you. Thank you for having me on your You're podcast. Welcome. I really appreciate welcome, talking man. all basketball. You're welcome. You're welcome. You, you you're free anytime, anytime. And my dark horse NBA teams, I can still contend. Like I said, like I said, there's Atlanta. They can turn things around. Um, you. I'm not a believer in the Jazz. I'm sorry, I'm not a believer in the Jazz. Um, also, you got the Cavs. My bold prediction, the more I thought long and hard about this, I think Cleveland might make the playoffs this year. I thought long and hard about this. I think the Cavs might make it this year. I think they can. They, they, you know. I think, I'm just put them at the number eight seed. I think they dropped to number eight. I don't think they'll stay top four because I think teams will get better. I think the Knicks, if they can turn things around, could be number seven. So my top eight. Brooklyn, Milwaukee. What about Charlotte? Oh, shoot. I forgot about Charlotte, man. Wow. I can't believe I'm on the Hornets. The Hornets, man. I the East is stacked this year, man. The East is stacked. I got to take out the Cavs or Knicks, man, to put the Hornets in because I want to see LaMelo Ball, Scary Terry, Gordon Hayward, Kelly Oubre, Miles Bridges had a great season. 
um on in there. So if I had to pick a team like they might drop out between the Cavs and the Knicks. You think the Knicks drop out? You think the Hornets squeak in over the Knicks? Yeah, I think the Knicks are in the lottery. Ah, uh, and but okay, so you're saying that the Wizards make the playoffs, the play in uh, at least, yeah, play in, play in playoffs. The if you're Hornets, in the play in, you're in the playoffs. That, that's pretty the much, play-in. pretty much. You're seeing the Hornets make the playoffs. Um, where do you think the Cavs will be? Playing or playoffs? I think play in because I think, you know, with the protocols, I think it's going to start hitting them hard too. You know, Evan Mobley's out. Um, you know, it all depends. Like when an Evan Mobley goes out, can a Kevin Love step up? Can, you know, what, what, what does a second unit have left in the tank? Jared Allen is the first player in NBA history. If he keeps his season averages 17 plus points, 10 plus rebounds, over 70% from the field, he'd be the first player in NBA history Beast. with that with those numbers. He might even be an all-star. Don't forget, Darius Garland. Well, first player Allen in NBA history with those numbers. Big time facts. He's been had a phenomenal year. And don't forget, Darius Garland's played well too. He yep. and um, Allen might be in the all-star team. And don't and they forget, don't have Colin Sexton back yet. Wait, if he comes back. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna come. He's not gonna come back this year because of the meniscus. But I want to throw this out there too. Did you know that Cleveland's hosting the All Star game this year? So yeah. if, you're the, if you're Cleveland, that's great. You're hosting the All Star game. Any team that make the playoffs this year. Uh, if I had to choose my topic, who I think is gonna make it, get the East is so stacked. Um, Nets, Bucks. That's number one and two. Heat number three. I got the Bulls number four. I got the Hawks number five. I got the Sixers at number six. I have a weird feeling the Cavs me in the playoffs. I got number seven. Oh my God. Number eight, man. Man, it's tough. You got the Knicks, you got the Hornets, the Wizards, the Pacers. Don't sleep on the Raptors, though. They've been a surprise team, too. Uh, it's tough, man. Um, yeah. It, it, and that's what makes it great to watch, you know, see what happens. You know, there's going to be a lot of high leverage basketball games in, in the springtime, you know, when, when, when it's a playoff race. Right, right. If anyone wants to join the chat with Z and me, you can click on the link that you click on that link. Um, and for the West, the top eight for the West, I got the Warriors having the best record. I think Golden State's gonna go push hard for the best record. I got Phoenix number two, my number three, I got Utah. Number four, uh if the Lakers are healthy, I'm seeing the Lakers get number four. Where are the Lakers I, at right now, Jimani? The late Los Angeles right now is number six. They're tired okay. the Clippers. Excuse me, they're half game behind the Clippers. My fault. So I think the Clippers drop a little bit. I got Warriors, Suns, Jazz, Lakers, uh, Nuggets at number five, Clippers number six. I think the Grizzlies get number seven. And number eight, this is tough, man. It could be the Blazers, the T-Wolves. It could be the Spurs. Don't sleep on them. The Kings. Oh, man. Give me the Spurs. That That's my pick because DeJounte Murray is playing like an all-star again now that he's healthy. He's right. a great two-way player. Um, right. They got a lot of young guys. Lonnie Walker Jr. is from mm-hmm. my area, from the 717 area in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's, he's coming into his own as a young prospect. They got a lot of good guys, and you can't count out Greg Popovich. You know, when you have a bunch of young players that play his system, I'm not saying they're going to compete, but I think they can get in the play-in with that eighth seed. So, but with that being said, man, I got to roll. I just wanted to stop in and support you for a little bit. Thank you, man. Thank peace you, to man. you. Peace to Bronx. Peace to the peace to the network, the chat, everybody. Have a good Saturday. You too. Have a good Saturday. Stay safe, homie. And tell um, Milo I said hi, all right? And, all right, and man. He won his game today, so 3-0. and Woo! Nice. <laughs> See ya. See you later, man. So yeah, Zach made great points. He made some great, awesome points. But we're just in New York right now. Has just been hit hard with this protocol. No Quigley, no Topping, no RJ, no Knox, no Grinds, um, no McBride. Rose has an ankle injury. He might not play tonight. We just been banged up with injuries and stuff. It's gonna be. I don't know if we're gonna make the playoffs because the East is so tough, man. It's tough, man. And um, Alec Burks and Kemba, you know, they're going to play. If I were Thibs, you got to play Kemba tonight. I understand Kemba's not a great defender. I understand that. But you might have to use him tonight 
to help us create offense if we want to make the playoffs and be a factor there. So, yeah, so that's the thing. And another thing, too, another team that people are really sleeping on is the Minnesota Timberwolves. The T-Wolves has just been balling three in a row. Minnesota's playing very good basketball. The Wolves right now, they just they walloped the Lakers. They're number ninth in the Western Conference. They're a half game behind the Mavericks for eight. They're a game back behind the Nugs for number seven. So the Minnesota Timberwolves are a nice team. Anthony Edwards has had an amazing season. He will be an all-star someday. Carl Anthony Thompson's had a big-time season. He, 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 he killed the Lakers in the post last night and stretched the floor. D'Lo, Mr. Ice in the veins, D'Angelo Russell, even though he's kind of been streaky this year due to injuries and stuff, when he's hot, he can really he can really stroke it. So D'Angelo Russell's had a very good season, has had a good season. Um Mike Malik Beasley's hit some clutch shots. Vanderbilt's played well. And Pat Beth, heart of a lion and a guts of an elephant. Pat Beth hounding dogs, hitting big time threes. The Wolves have the Wolves have a team that has a good shot to make the playoffs. I don't think they will make it, but they're a team that can, will be in the play-in. Because my top eight in the West, my predictions are Warriors, Suns, Jazz. I got the Lakers at four. I got the Nuggets at five. I got the I got my number six. I'm gonna say the Mavericks. Number seven, I got the Grizzlies. And number eight. Uh, it's between the Clippers or the Wolves. I don't think the Spurs make it. Even though San Antonio has a good team, I just don't think they have enough firepower. It's between, for me, the T-Wolves the and the Clippers. If Kawhi comes back, I think the Clippers get in. If he doesn't come back, I think this is the year for the Timberwolves. Uh, the Mavericks, the Mavs might drop out because the Mavericks, the, the, their roster is flawed. Their offense is trapped. Their offense is inconsistent. Their defense is just not that good. It's not that good this year. So I just don't see the Mavericks doing anything. I mean, look at this. Dallas, that's the thing. So I just don't see the Dallas Mavericks really doing anything this season much. Um the Mavericks are what 26 in scoring. That's that's impossible. That's impossible. The 26 in scoring. So I don't I don't think they make the playoffs. The Clippers are 28th in scoring. I mean, understandable because Paul George's missed games, Kawhi Leonard's missed games. So understandable. If Kawhi were to come back, I think the Clippers make the playoffs. If not, then I don't know what I'm looking for this upcoming week. Christmas, Xmas Day. And also to see which teams can try to avoid the health and safety protocol. And also, I'm looking forward to see a lot of great games coming up this coming week. You got Monday, Philly and Boston. That'll be a good game there. Uh, Tuesday, you got um, Phoenix and L.A., my sons against the uh, Lakers. And Z made a good point. Lucas still averaging... 25, 25, I'm sorry, 8 and 8, despite that he's been pretty much out of shape, though. Luka's done his thing, but it, it doesn't feel impactful right now. Luka's a great player. I love Luka Doncic. He, he, he's a great player. I just think he needs to be more impactful if they want to win. Przingis had a – KP's had a bounce-back season, so he's played well. If he can just stay healthy, they can do something. But they need Tim Hardaway to step up. Tim Hardaway's been trash this year. 38% shooting, that's unacceptable. If they if the Mavs want to get to the playoffs would be a factor, he needs to step up, man. I don't think the Mavs make. I don't think the Mavericks make the playoffs though. No, no, Luca is impactful. I'm just saying he needs to be needs to be more impactful. Luca is great. I love Luca Doncic, but to be fair, and Zach made a good point. The roster is trash. I don't Luca. The roster is trash. Tim Hardaway is inconsistent. Tim Hardaway is inconsistent. Kleba is inconsistent. Trey Burke, I mean, he's getting old. And Z made a good point. KP and THJ should not be a supporting cast if they want to win a championship. And I agree with that. They need a true second option. They need a true second option. The Mavericks need a second option. Jason Kidd, I mean, he's an average coach. Jason Kidd, 
is an average coach. He's never been a great coach, man. He's only won one playoff series. So career, one. It's not a great coach. I'm sorry. The Mavericks just don't have enough firepower. The depth is trash. I don't think they're going to do anything. Um, so a coming week, Wednesday, you also have um, Cleveland, Boston. That's a good game. Two teams that might we might see in the playoffs. You got Thursday before Christmas. You got Washington, New York. That'll be a juicy game. Atlanta, Philly, the third meeting already, the final meeting between those three squads. The ju- after last year's juicy second round matchup when the Hawks caw-caw, fly and soared against the Sixers in a seven game series. And after that, then you got Memphis, Golden State, W, big game there. They got Brooklyn, Portland, and then you got San Antonio and the Clippers, San Antonio and the LA Lakers. And by the way, that game will be the last home game of being called Staples Center for the Lakers because they're going to switch it to Crypto.com Arena. Which I find that a stupid name, Crypto.com Arena. That's a horrible name. They they might as well either kept it the Staples Center or just call it like Mamba Center or something. Like Crypto.com Arena. I'm not feeling it though. So, so yeah, I'm not feeling it. So, but my thing with some of these teams, man, my surprise teams right now, the Cavs have been surprised. You can see the Wizards, even the Washington has cooled off. The Warriors have been a surprise. Um. The Bulls have been a surprise, so that's the thing. My disappointments, the Lakers, obviously, the Knicks. Um, the Nuggets, they dealt with injuries, so I'll get Denver a pass. They dealt with injuries, so I'll get Denver a pass. Uh, the Sixers have been a little bit of a disappointment. The Hawks have been a huge disappointment. Here's what's crazy about the Atlanta Hawks, right? Atlanta's one of the best road teams in the league, but they suck at home. Atlanta, Atlanta, at home is eight and seven, but they lost their last six home games. While Atlanta is set six and eight on the road, but they have won the last few games on the road, which is absolutely crazy, which is absolutely ridiculous. What's so crazy is that the Atlanta Hawks are better on the road. They've won their last. Let me see. Hang on. They won the last five road games, but lost the last six home games. That's unbelievable. So, yeah, we got to wait and see how next week goes, if it means the same. I think some teams are going to drop off. I think Cleveland might drop off a little bit. I think Washington, after that great start they had, they've been shaky. So, they're a good team. The Wizards are a good team, but I don't think they're going far this year. So, yeah, but this Christmas Day, Yeah, and I and I'll be here till one o'clock. Just more, I'll be here for five more minutes, and I gotta wrap up uh, the stream. So so far, this has been a crazy season. Hopefully, Anthony Davis is okay because the Lakers cannot afford to lose them if they want to go far. Don't make the playoffs, but if they want to win a championship, you're gonna need an AD that can protect the rim. I understand AD has not really played up to standards due to the fact he's missing shots in the rim or missing jump shots. He shouldn't 19% for free, which is terrible. However, Anthony Davis can protect the rim, can rebound if he if he puts his heart into it, and he's athletic. So if you're the Lakers, you do not want to lose Anthony Davis for the rest of the season if this turns to be a, a huge injury thing because Russell Westbrook, LeBron James can only do so much. So we just need to wait for the diagnosis with uh, Anthony Davis if they want to go far. And um, that's the thing. For the Warriors, they beat the Celtics 111-107 last night. Boston's just been an inconsistent team all year. New York is playing Boston tonight at the TD Garden. The old rivalry. I don't hate Boston. I like the Celtics. I'm, I'm a Knicks fan, but I like the Celtics. The old rivalry. The last time the Knicks and the Celtics played each other in the playoffs was back in 2013 when New York beat Boston in six. 2011, Boston swept New York for a zip. So that's the thing. With that, early in the season, the Knicks beat the Celtics in double overtime. So that's the thing there. So this should be another fun game. Sadly, we're not healthy. 
And Boston, they've lost four of the last five. So the Celtics have just played poor basketball as of late. They just played poor basketball as of late. And unbelievable, Kyrie Irving is now entered to the COVID protocol. Un, re, un, unbelievable, man. Like, the Nets just can't catch a break, man. The Nets just can't catch a break. Now, Brooklyn has now lost KD, Uncle Drew, The Beard, and now um, now Uncle Drew is now in health and safety protocol. They, the Nets are just, they, they, good grief, Sharif, man. They've just been hit with this, man. Brooklyn just can't stay healthy. They lost The Beard. They lost KD, no Kyrie. So it sucks. It's, that's a big loss for that team because Kyrie was about to come back, but now he's in COVID protocol. So that's just that's that's just crazy, man. And that Christmas game is gonna be looking weird because now you want me, I don't think you'll have the big three nets. And here's the thing Kyrie Irving needs five consecutive days of negative tests if, to even to even practice with the team. And now he's the ninth Brooklyn Nets player to go in the protocols. That is unbelievable. No Aldrich, no Bemery, no Katie, no Harden, no Kyrie, no Devon Carter. That um, James Johnson, they just been hit hard with these protocols. And that is just really not pleasant to see if you're if you're the Brooklyn Nets. Is and here's the thing: the good news out of all this is that protocols may go COVID. Excuse me, the virus, I should say, will go down a little bit. The fact that you know when you're in the springtime, it won't manifest as it is now. So expect these things to go down. But it's just it's just unbelievable that. You know, the Brooklyn Nets just can't stay healthy. The Chicago Bulls can't stay healthy. And um, it is, it is absolutely crazy. So for tomorrow's schedule, you got – and also you can join me and you can join my show and podcast platforms like Anchor FM, Spotify, Reason FM, B, uh, um, Google under BX Sports Jedi's network to support all of us. A heart radio apple. So I'm gonna be here for two more minutes and I have to bounce. So tomorrow's schedule, you got the Heat and the Pistons at six. You got the Blazers and the Grizz tomorrow at six. The Spurs and the Kings at Sacktown six. You got the Pels and the Sixes tomorrow at seven at City of Brotherly Love. You got the the Red Hot Cavs against the Hawks in a back to back tomorrow at seven. You got the Nets and the Nugs. At Brooklyn, 7.30, you got the Lakers in Chi-Town against the Bulls tomorrow at 8. You got the Mavs and the T-Wolves at 8 o'clock at the Twin Cities. And then you got the Suns hosting the um, Bobby Hornets at the Valley of the Sun tomorrow at 8 in Phoenix. So that's the schedule for tomorrow. So one more thing before I wrap up the stream. Enjoy your Christmas. Have a happy new year. Stay safe. Don't do anything crazy or stupid. Watch a lot of hoops. Enjoy your turkey. Enjoy your ham. Enjoy your Christmas cookies, your eggnog. Slurp a lot of that. Have a good, have a good night. Rest. And hopefully you can enjoy your Christmas, your New Year's Day with family. And with that, I'm gone. Deuces. <laughs> Yeah.